Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. This is Drew, but you may know me as Zeph. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and adult themes. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Now, get ready for your paradigm to be shifted. Thank God Kyle doesn't have to hear this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild May School Must, the most unprofessional D&D podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your DM, Calvin Piper, and these are the illustrious group of idiots who get to play D&D with me. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Hi, I, of course, am your illustrious DM, Calvin Piper. I'll be playing Zeph. Love it. I mean, I, I guess I can be Calvin, too. My teeth are too small, but I am also Calvin, and I play Glyph. I'm going to say I'm absolutely not Calvin, because he doesn't speak in this timbre of uh, voice, but you know, it's fine, it's whatever. Um, but I play Ohiana. Timber, he would. Uh, timber would. Hey, this is Preston. <laughs> I, I forgot what Calvin sounds like. <laughs> uh, like, he literally stopped talking like five seconds ago, and I'm lost. Uh, just like my character, Lucius Kane, Azamar Warlock. Is this the episode where we find out you've been deaf for 17 weeks? <laughs> what? <laughs> One, two, three. Uh, I'm idiot number five, and <laughs> I play TBD, the male variant human, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin, you didn't tell me you were a playable class. What level are you, Calvin? I am Michelle Piper, and I play Calvin Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Calvin, can I ask you a question? Serious question, though, for real. Sure, Drew. Is level five the highest level of Calvin one can reach? Mm. Is it DEFCON one? <laughs> like, do you have to multi-class at that point? No, the there is infinite levels of oh, Calvin. Nice. It is to reach the height of Calvin is unobtainable. Oh, I see. I see. I like that. Even for Calvin? Did I say that? We said it was unattainable. With that in mind, let's go ahead and jump into episode 21 of the Godscar Chronicles. I'd really like to... Re- shit, shit, shit. <laughs> so the last time we were here, our band of adventurers had finished a contract... Working for uh, 
a professor of the university named Azimir Stowe. He asked the party to track down an ancient artifact that he needed, uh, and in exchange would introduce them to some uh, people that he knew. The party was able to do that. They were able to track down this artifact, but not before discovering that one of the people responsible for stealing the artifact was, in fact, uh, like a brother to them. Uh, in fact, it was a brother of one of them. Um, a brother to Ohiana was responsible for stealing this ancient artifact. His motives yet to be determined. Uh, but nevertheless, the party was able to subdue him and another student, bring them back to the university, where they were offered a induction into what's known as the Commonwealth, a group of artificers and the like who seek to keep the world in balance through subtle means. Uh, and the leadership of this group promised to be in touch to provide the party with help in times of need and a little quid pro quo, as it were. Uh, but as they finished that contract and finished that little side quest, the party came to realize opening night. The night of the theater is uh, soon upon the... Excuse me, not the theater. The night of the circus is soon upon them. And someone in the group owes a show to opening night. The party went to the circus fairgrounds to begin to prepare and plan for what they were going to do. But not before they ran into a bunch of ill-advised townsmen who were not too happy with the range of races and creeds that were here at the circus. Uh, pretty soon, some words were exchanged, some hurtful things were said, and a fight broke out. And the party decided to use a little bit of fist and a lot of ingenuity to scare the pants off of everyone involved, uh, sending them scurrying back to their homes, hopefully never to return to the circus. But in this scuffle, some of the actors of the circus were injured to the point where they are unable to perform this evening. And the party has now found themselves not only spectators of the show, but active participants. And that is where we find ourselves tonight. So, as opening night draws ever closer, you have a few hours to prepare and plan for what you are going to do <clears throat> opening night of Dimitri's Circus. So, what are we planning? Okay, so what are we planning? <laughs> well played. So, I'm not entirely sure about everyone else. As you'll, you all know, I've been part of the circus for quite some time. So I had intended to simply pull one of the many routines I have out of my hat, as it were, and perform that. As it were. Well, so what do you have before that? What, what, what did... Sorry. I'm trying to say you have us now? Yes. So... I am open to the possibilities that should you all want to join in to make this a more splendid opening act, you are more than welcome to do so. Essentially, my this particular one was going to be a retelling of the story of Levistus in a more dramatic storytelling style, utilizing some of my spellcasting and charismatic capabilities to play that out, and I mean, if you chose to partake in said, and perhaps act behind the words that I'm saying, that could be a possibility. People love visual... I mean, I think that sounds grand. You've already got the story, parts. and we can just augment it to fit ourselves in. 
That's probably a lot better than my idea, which was I could summon a few lesser demons in the middle Ooh. of the ring and we could all kill them in That's front of what? us. Wait, hoping no, that no, we succeed and no one else is actually actually really on board with this idea. Why are we killing things for no reason? There are rules. Not many, but there are some rules for the circus that would probably violate a lot of them. Like HIPAA. <clears throat> The DM is shrugging at us right now. Maybe. Sir, you don't this, know. I, I don't know. This might come as a surprise, but um, acting isn't really something that I'm good at. Uh, no surprise there. So if you need someone to do, like, uh, some dexterous cool gun shit, and I just start, like, taking my revolver I duck, and spinning I duck it around. Like, uh, I'm, like, hiding. Like, I've got you all day, but I can't really uh, captivate the crowd with uh, my words. Sorry. Yeah, beautiful you- words. Well, it's kind of just weird. Thank you. Well, it sounds like she would be the one doing the words. True. All right. So we're just the dummies and she's the pantomime. Yeah. I'm fine with it. That actually makes my life so much easier. If you wanted to do something involving your shooting abilities, that is also at your discretion. Yeah, that sounds great to me. I don't feel like I could do that. You think we could workshop one of your stories to include all of us? You could all play roles within, within the stories. It's not that the the script I have is pretty much set as it's okay. already committed to memory. So it's more of a suggestion then. Could be suggestion as long as you don't fuck up too badly. It should be okay. <laughs> okay. Like we're fleshing out a scenario live in front of an audience with no rehearsal. We will have rehearsal. Oh. Thank you. <clears throat> Okay. I will say, I'm willing to get shot, and I'm willing to shoot. <laughs> hey, that's good, because I need somebody to be aimed at. Tip for tip, you and me, let's All right, do let's go. We could. So we're going to have a duel between the two of them. Does that fit in your story? Any dueling? I, think, I would pay money to watch that. not specific dueling. If you have an intermission, would a duel fit there? Yes. A- I mean, yes. Yes. A duel could sorry, very I'll, well be so its own <laughs> its own segment mm. in the circus. I mean, like Silver the Soldiers, I could probably split one of her arrows in half as she fires it at me. Oh, Ooh. holy! Let's try it. And if I don't, I shoot her in the shoulder. It's fine. <laughs> and you get shot too. And let's people, die. And people in the face, probably. And people love violence. That's true. Everyone loves violence. Okay. I mean, no. like, the, like that's you're a great use idea. Pothole to give me disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> like as I'm aiming, I'm just like pulling the middle claw <laughs> just above his head. <laughs> So I think to really build the suspense of this moment, we bill it as never having been rehearsed before. And I think we should follow through with it. I think we should actually not rehearse. What if we call it? Well, maybe we can. They're shooting each other, not rehearsed. Hey, Kenneth, how do you feel about calling it a one-shot? Yeah, I think that sounds right. Kenneth and I are going to do one shot. The greatest one shot of all time. Arguably the greatest one shot of all time. Yep, tune in for it. All right, that's settled. Not even on Patreon. That's the first thing behind the paywall is Michelle and I rolling <laughs> dice for five minutes. <laughs> actually oh, shooting oh, each other in real life. Okay, actually, <laughs> I, mean, I was going to roll dice to make sound, but then I realized that me, like, emptying the dice out of the bag, like, rolled a natural 20, so I'm just going to keep it there. What? <laughs> sure. <laughs> for the rest of the game. That's how the game works. That's all oh. of your rolls. I rolled a nat 20 seven hours ago. Yeah. Calvin, I just noticed that I set down my dice and it ended up on a 20, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and keep that natural 20. <laughs> no, I was never saying that. I was just Matt, say I was... Matt, just to be fly... Not, not technically. 
Sounds like space for a loophole. Glide. <laughs> Could he Probably. be used as a javelin? Ooh. <laughs> do you take fall damage? Oh. I don't think you do, uh, dude. Do fall. you ask people that? <laughs> do you take fall damage? Does gravity work on you? <laughs> <laughs> how, how much does gravity affect you? No, I'm just asking. I met some weird I mean, people. I can, I can like, try to not fall as hard with some air attacks or something. Oh, that's. I think people would actually like watching that. You know, like you know, uh, was it? No, it wasn't Richard. Richard, Richard helped make it. But uh, there, like this one one guy made a giant tower and then fell in like a little pool of water. Like he could do that with no pool, and people are like, "Oh, we're watching this guy die," and it's like, "No, mm. he's not." Because mm-hmm. yeah, but he's, he's, here's the thing. Uh, Tabidi's a kid. Yeah. So even if he's okay, I feel like when people see, "Oh my god, that kid's doing something," they're probably gonna want to stop oh, the show. You you totally overestimate people. Like, and they're concerned for your well-being. They're to see a show. I wonder Wait. if we can... <laughs> they assume that some of us are taking these risks at... Or are doing these things at their own risk. Also well rehearsed, too. So I'm just piecing this together in real time in front of everyone. Okay. You mean to tell me... Yes. ...that the person on your back was at one point the leader of the circus and he just died and you're like, oh, I guess I'm going to... And that's how you, that's how you guys are the dead. No, that's wait, no, wait, 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 no, wait no. What are, are we talking about? Are we talking about Le Ferre? We're talking about the yeah, guy? yeah. I feel like that's what it is. He was doing the high dive and he just ate it. No, I joined the circus like way after I met him. Okay, that's true. I just wandered in trying... here and they're like, "You're very charming and very lovable. Come in here and be a creepy looking dude." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll do that." Hey, you should blink. You were not the first person to tell me that, actually. I know it, I'm not. It was, it was I know I'm not unique or special in any You are way. very special and no, very unique. Not no. everyone. Not everyone talks like you. <laughs> I mean, there's like 75 different warm-blooded species of humanoids, so you're not very unique. Are you cold-blooded? Absolutely. That's why I always have this scarf on. Hands get cold all the time. Oh, must really suck for like. Yeah, scarves really help when your hands are cold out here. Yeah, you put them up in here like you're fucking Bane, <laughs> and you're cold. <laughs> Have you ever heard of mittens? I did, yeah, actually. But uh, his clothes make them to shreds. Yeah, but, well, here's the thing. Beyond that, I did meet mittens at one point, and that son of a bitch punched me in the mouth. So, no, I will not be having mittens. (laughs) For the listening audience, mittens is a character you don't know from another campaign. In another world, there was a shimmer in reality that almost tore into. Oh, my gosh, we blipped into the astral plane. Like, who's to say you didn't just blip on over to this timeline? All right, so if I am going to summon the lesser demons with you need to, to find the blood of a humanoid that's been killed in the last 24 hours. Uh, Zef, <laughs> yeah. you, we still haven't found that demon last time that got away. Should probably not. What demon? That. I just assume that Don't they kind of poof back into what? demon land when I do that. Wait, what? No. <laughs> There's a demon running around? No. Uh, don't, don't worry about it. There's a very wise looking man on the other side of our table shaking his head at me, saying, no, that's hey, not Hey, hey, we will get up, weird guy. Get up. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, so, like, so is Tabidi actually doing that stuff we talked about? Like, going up, like, 50 feet up in the air and, like. I mean, it's up to you guys. I've kind of found the thing that I'm going to do. Uh, It's one of the few things I'm good at doing. I mean, do you have some roles that Tabidi and I could play in your narrative? Oh, that's true. To to flesh it out. Well, what are are the roles? roles? So, So here's the thing. Yeah. It is primary, as mentioned, it is the story of Levistus, who is... Good-looking dragon guy? No, he's an asshole of a demon. Imagine that. Who's an asshole? 
he is. Okay. No one can play assholes. Mm. Either one. I, I don't care. Uh, I do not care. Good. You do not Thank have you. to growl. <sighs> but that's decent. Oh, okay. So there are, there's the Vistas. There are other demons. <laughs> you could play. You could be a peasant that gets destroyed at some point. Do the, does the peasant have any speaking lines? Because no, I mean, I'd like to be a peasant. I, it, it is a monologue. Destroy me. Yeah. So no, <laughs> technically nobody <laughs> has any lines. Well, insight. No one has lines? It's like, oh, it's like an like interpretive dance, but you're like saying like what we're doing. No. Except like something, I don't, like actually. To an extent, I'm... Oh. Lucius, you've seen this before. How does it Yeah, end? you're right. I have. I'm just an idiot. The Le- Vistus <laughs> ends trapped in the snow in a frozen tundra. Who traps him? Other demons. <gasps> demons. I mean, I'll play a demon. I don't mind. Can, can, can you give me your best demon impression? No. Okay. I bet we can do a costume <laughs> for him. We do have a costuming department, yes. It will dress him up like a right nasty demon. Like the one we lost. <laughs> okay, you keep on bringing it up and like say, don't talk about it. Don't worry when about it. When the time it. comes, I'll, I'll put an image of that demon into the costumer's uh, head so that they can create the perfect match. I see, I see. I see. Our costume department's great. For sure. Absolutely great. I don't know. The way you're hyping it up kind of seems like overkill. Oh no, his hands are broken from the fight. (laughs) So, just so I'm clear, what are we doing? Okay, so the one shot shot is the most secure thing here because that is so cool. So, Glyph and Kenneth are going to do a a shooting shooting display Mm -hmm. with each other and other things, I assume. Yes? I mean, I mean, if you want, we can just shoot targets, or we could shoot... Uh, uh, pothole could walk around with an apple. We could do that. Ooh. We could have Pothole walk around just throwing plates in the end. We just I loot, like that, uh, too. That. That's, what gonna That's what we're okay. going to do. That's what we're going to do. So you guys are going to do, like, a shooting gallery-esque display. Yep, exactly. Okay, okay cool. Uh, wait, wait. Did, did, okay. Yep. Okay, so what if you guys, like, do the target shooting, and then, like, there's, like, there's like three, like, parallel from each other, and, like, se- for several ways, and you're like... Boom, 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 and then meet in the middle, and then you shoot the, and then you shoot at each other with the power of friendship. I, I think, I think, kill is shooting each other's off the table. Damn uh, it! You know, what if? We I begin? mean, it would make for a pretty good. It show. would be so cool. I mean, I could probably take an arrow. I think I could probably <coughs> take a shot. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. What, what we'll, we'll, we'll play it by you while we're at the yeah. feel off the crowd. You know, yeah. All if right, they're so into okay. it, we're into it. All, All right. right. What if we begin the show with your shootout? And then it, the finale is three giant plates. And you shoot the first one. And there is Ohiana in her glory. And then the other two. And there are the other players hiding behind it. And we've switched to a new narrative. Oh, like we introduce them with a bang, yeah, as it were. Yeah, everyone thinks, well, it's the finale. It was all dream. Oh, no, something <laughs> new has started. You would have to run that past Dimitri. All right. As I feel had, like he's going to be on board. He had specifically asked for me to take care of the opening act. Well, I hope he booked where? us for four hours, because we're really going to milk the shit out of this. I what they're doing, I'd call an act. It's more of like, just shooty-shooty. It's, it's more a of a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. Well, okay. Well, all right. Uh, Dimitri! Is that that what you do? Yeah. (laughs) Dimitri! Ah! 
doesn't. You're just making quiet sounds. He's not nearby, so he does not hear it. Well, I didn't want to shout in the microphone. Hey, uh, have you tried using you your can heart talk song? talk a little louder. It's not even indicated. Use your heart song. The big tree! It is. <laughs> okay. You're, you're ding, 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 ding. And he, gets on the, he gets on the rope, and then he's like... Cold stone steel off. <laughs> what if I do... A gauntlet style, a flight around the heads of the audience through various dangerous flaming hoops and whatnot. And then at the last minute, the largest hoop, I'm about to go through it. It starts to fall. People panic. And I cast Mage Hand and lift it up into the air and successfully go through it. I hope it's a really light hoop. (laughs) (laughs) It's the illusory hoops. Oh. Yeah. I'll have to have multiple casters down. <laughs> <laughs> the budget is drastically increasing the more he talks. The more he talks. We need to hire seven, no, nine mages. <laughs> we will also need to secure many potions that give us back all of our spells. Specifically ones that can be copied by our dear uh, um, alchemist over here. What? All right. So, I was playing with this full mushroom. All right, so I'm we're scrapping to use the first this act. To break Calvin's game. Middle, middle act, shoot a shoot. Yes. To give people intrigued. All right, that's all. Yeah. Okay. And then, so then we have your entire story that we're not deviating from. Okay. All right, because that's because I know I know how you are. You're like, well, I got a thing in mind. We're gonna do it. And so, respectfully. Uh. So you, there's like Levistus, and there's like mm-hmm. the demons that like also imprison him. Mm-hmm. And what's the timeline of that? Like, is it so first act, second act, third act? It, the, there's not really acts. It's more like a poetic Continue. monologue. Yeah, by oh, act she means it's the first performance. Like act, like it's someone performing. I'll think about play. Not like oh, like introduction, denouement. Yeah. Mm. I love denouement. Ten minutes to show dunks. No. Ten minutes to show time. No. Okay, so... No. Alright, so... I mean, I'm only to do whatever you need me to do out there. I'm pretty flexible. Like, literally, I just fall back, my spine goes limp. And I, just, <laughs> I told you to keep that under wraps. Tabidi, what if we get someone to cast a demon circle, a magic circle, to contain the demons? I cast the demons, and then we fly around with you on my back... You jumping into the circle and out of the circle, beating up the demons, and me shooting them with Eldritch Blast. That's pretty fun. Hey, can I just say, uh, just so everyone's aware, in case you weren't already, Through uh, if you don't give him Ooh. something to do, he will keep making more of these. Oh, so we need to like be like, this is what you're doing? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we got Demon Circle, and then what was that one first one that <laughs> No, that's not what we're going to go with. I'm saying it's only going to keep getting worse. Oh, Hiona, could you please... <laughs> we'll that... contain him this time. Would, would you like to play a demon? I'd in love my story? to. Thank you very much. Wonderful. I see you are telling the tale of Levistus. Is that our opening act tonight? As uh, sweeping into the tent that you guys have been standing and kind of like figuring out what you're going to do, Dimitri comes uh, swinging in his uh, kind of reddish robes that he was wearing. Uh, now gone, he's wearing these this uh, open-chested kind of white shirt with these long kind of billowy sleeves and very billowy uh, kind of purple pants with like a scarf with very many colors tied around his uh, neck and uh, some threads of it connecting to uh, the top of his head. We just kind of got like this garish, just kind of like jewelry. Um, as he steps in, uh, 
asking about the, the story. You are starting with this one tonight, is that correct? Yes, if, if ah. that is all right. It is, of course, of course. I fully trust the uh, whimsical, uh, yet morose abilities of our favorite storyteller. Um, I see the rest of your friends are planning. Are we uh, coming to an agreement on what is going to take place tonight? Yeah. Uh, Do you have anyone who can cast a really large magic circle to contain demons? We moved on from that idea. Is we not? Possible. What, oh, do you, what are you looking to... Are you looking to summon demons for, I, for a fight? I mean, if you could also supply me with blood of a humanoid killed in the last 24 hours. Who says I couldn't? Well, I... I, I joke, I joke. But... What, what? Oh, no, I but guess it, that one's off the seems, table. Sorry, oh, he on her, she, she thought it that seems, was uh, It seems your <laughs> idea of fighting uh, creatures is uh, very similar to one of the acts we already have in play tonight, so... Can I do, be part of two? You can be a part of whatever you want. It's uh, I just need the bodies to supply for some of our actors who are not uh, not available. So BD, do you want to both play a demon and fight? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We are in agreement. All right. What is your agreement? I oh, we will missed. be willing actors in Miss Oriana's daring story. Hey, you have actors and now. This is... Well, <laughs> you have stepped Can up your game. Can be actor? Can be actor? Can be actor? Can be actor? I thought we'd already discussed this. Holy, I didn't... I don't remember that. Remember, you're the a-hole, Levistus. I'm the a-hole? Oh, yeah, I'm the a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> and then... Absolutely terrifying. And then we'll be fighters in whatever fight you have. Oh, my ambition for power uh, It's not grows. much of a fight, but more of a... <laughs> More of a display of oh, beans. Uh, more of a display of dominance, beast, uh, beast above men type ordeal. We have a. I'm not sure which part I'm playing. Uh, if you are well, willing, not the to, man part, likely. If you, if I may, we are. We have a show known as the Master of Beasts. We have a druid who tames the wild, ferocious creatures that we bring out uh, and subdues them in very uh, extravagant and uh, quite comical ways. Um, obviously, they aren't true ferocious beasts, but uh, we make it look like this. So it must be, uh, whatever is done, it must be done with a bit of showmanship and uh, a little bit pulling of the punches. How's this? And he just morphs, using disguise self, into... Mm. He's never. He doesn't remember ever having seen a real dragon. Like sure, like no. But the, his best guess, based on like what his fellow, you know, like his features, his friends' features, sure, and the tapestries that he's seen. So I kind of imagine that there's like a perspective problem. <laughs> okay. Like you know, one arm's actually smaller than the other because it was <laughs> it was, it was drawn from the side, yeah, and yeah. so yeah. You say you say you don't have any like concept of like depth. De- yeah, like, <laughs> He's not quite sure he understands depth in the in a, in yeah, a, in a one-dimensional sense. display. I love that. <laughs> yeah, mate, that sounds like it's all you. I actually was kind of on board. <laughs> They're both on the right side, too. <laughs> you look like an old English logo. His wings are actually to the side, like completely to the side, like... <laughs> like, like 2D That's kind of. Yeah, yeah, they're they're both fully spread, but as if one sure. is forward on his back and the other is back. I'm so. That's so scary. That's actually like a like a. That's way worse. Thing. Yeah. So I'm here to intimidate. Ah. <laughs> uh, one more time. Ah. Stop it. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, that's a perfect Danhausen impersonation. <laughs> that's better. There it is. <laughs> this is our. This is our. Hi. You are pushing the limits of mask and many faces, my friend. Uh huh. Um, it really is. Yeah. Uh, Dimitri looks you up and down. It does look different until the spell ends. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Dimitri kind of looks you up and down. Or you could just subdue one of the beasts we already have in hand. That looks far more convincing. <laughs> Are you sure? Perfectly sure. Uh, all right. I suppose. Wonderful. I shall. Uh, I shall arrange a meeting with Tyden. He is our. Residential druid, he can walk you through his act. I'm like spinning my revolver in and out. I'm like, you say so it is non lethal, like intentionally pull your punches? No, for the most part, yes. We don't want to actively injure any of our people. This, I just uh, roll my eyes is, and like put my gun away. I'm like, all right, I'm well, out. This is a what the hell, man? This is a circus, not like a coliseum or something. You well, are, I don't know. Really you are using your, you are marksman, yes? I mean, yeah, that kind of, it's one of the things, yeah. That is wonderful. We can certainly use some expert marksman shots, some some daring uh, through-the-needle-type aiming and things. Well, that's where, like, I was going to do that, but also, oh, uh, uh, sorry, oh, Hiana's friend, uh, Kenneth, that's why I was... Uh, oh, we were friends, buddy. Oh, yeah, my friend, sorry, I don't know, sometimes I call us... Uh, moving forward, uh, after I trip through that sentence, uh... Me and Kenneth, uh, Miss Quinn, as it were, we were gonna do a little. They were gonna spirits. shoot each other in the face. We're not gonna do that, actually. That was on the table, and then we took it off. Uh, we're yeah, just gonna yeah. like. Sounds like quite a feat of skill and ingenuity. I think that would be a wonderful addition. To All right, show. perfect, nice. You're gonna have a little friend pothole here, just like throw plates in the air. We're just gonna stop popping them. Ah, oh, now that is a fascinating mechanism you have there. Is it? Is it the automaton? Is it what is? I mean, this? it's a person, so you could probably just say a hey, pothole if you it's wanted to. It's a cobaltaton. Yes, cobaltaton. Now that is something <laughs> I have never seen before. The world's yeah. only cobaltaton. I mean, pothole's not really a lizard so much as he is a lizard. He also doubles <laughs> as a nightlife. <laughs> this is because when he goes tinkle, the whole thing closes. This yeah, but truly really fascinating. It's a chemical reaction. It's yeah. natural. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, uh, yes, of course, this would be a great addition to the show. Feel free to uh, fire away at the targets. Just uh, point the opposite direction of the crowds. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can do that. But the crowds are in like a circle all around you. <laughs> can we shoot us up or down? <laughs> there is there is areas uh, towards the back where we have okay. most of the staging. Oh, we right, have right. this, and uh, he does kind of like gestured behind you guys and you can see he is pointing to this the setup that has begun and you can see this is uh, again a very large tent but there is a large kind of stage that is set to the back of the tent this is not like a three ring circus where there's multiple things going on it is one large circuit like one large circle in the middle with everybody kind of setting along on the sides and up so it's more theater-esque than it is anything else. But it is designed, and Dimitri explains, it is designed so that we put uh, maximum fixation on each of our acts so that each one is uh, has the full attention of the crowd. We tried three rings, but it, uh, it's too chaotic. So too it's like Cirque du Soleil. Uh, Very much so, yes. Uh, Mr. Oh. Uh, Dimitri. Um, yes. So I was wondering, oh, uh, for this act, obviously I can't carry uh, Lord Ferrari on my back all the time. So can we like reserve like a couple seats in the crowd for him? You want to put the coffin in the crowd? Yeah. Maybe he could, like, burst out at a scary time. You're making a part of the act. 
Well, I don't know if he's really right when the demons get out that. of control. I, 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 no, never mind. I'm I sorry. would knock, but that's frowned upon as I learned last yeah. week. We could put a plate right above the coffin, and when you, a, you, we shoot the plate, the coffin door opens, you know, and closes again. Oh, yeah. You hear, you hear a voice. Do not let them shoot me. <laughs> It'll be like no, no shooting the coffin. I love that. Uh, but yeah, the voice oh, does yeah. come back a little softer this time. Is it is all right. Put me in the back. I shall acquiesce this evening. He's gonna go take a nap in the back while I do it. I guess. I mean, you've been carrying around a lot of dead weight, mate. Oh wait, can you see through my eyes? I never really knew that. I look, I look up, 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 I look yeah, and and Dimitri continues. Perfect. All right. And uh, so we have room. we have feats of accuracy and marksmanship. We have actors and assistants yeah, to Tidim's uh, event. Is there anything? And we have our opening story. Is there anything else we would like to put? Do I have to? Oh, I forgot. I don't do voices. I think you probably could if you tried hard enough. I think you could probably could if you tried. <laughs> I mean, Kaysen, I feel like you nailed it, actually. Oh, really? Thank you. That was impressive. That was impressive. <laughs> hey, there's a fine hey, line next, between impressive next. and just really annoying, and I think he's already flirting with it, but could you try to do Zeph real quick? Yeah, imitation, oh, is, the, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. I am honored that he would try to imitate such a ostentatious mm, individual check. such as me. Yes, but he is quite the owner. Uh, fine. Uh, you make me sound like vampire. vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to run the circus. <laughs> you're, are you rolling an inside check to see if he's bluffing you on that? Five. The five? five? Hard to tell. My name is Dimitri. <laughs> Yo, Why are you Boris Gump with a dip of this? Quite the owner. What's the pick from Looney Tunes? Like, I feel like this is slowly developing that, into madness. That, 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 that's, that's all, folks. Oh, you mean like a porky pig kind of, like a Transylvania oh, porky no, pig? There is no porky pig here. <laughs> <laughs> Only the machine. <laughs> you want to run circus? You must talk like Dimitri. It's right there. It's, it's actually. I think there is some good stuff in this act. We should workshop. Yeah. No, but like I'm really good at I'm really I'm actually really good at dancing, so I I should I I I got this. I'm good. I think we should get to the heart of the matter. I, I really think, I really think I I I really think Tobini, was there anything about yourself you wanted to showcase? I mean I'm pretty acrobatic, so I don't know if you have any flips and trick type stuff. I've never seen a circus, so I don't know what you guys do. Acrobatics you say? I could use I could use your skills in a couple of areas. Are you tied down to one of these other acts, or are you willing to flex? Just the intro thing, I think. Yeah, spread your wings, mate. Yeah, I should be free. Excellent. I have the perfect part for you. Uh, I will introduce you to our dreamers. They will uh, show you the ropes, as it were. Uh, Come with me. Uh, But the rest of you, prepare, plan, and I will see you all tonight. 
So, um, out of character. So while you're doing the story and performing, mm-hmm. you want me to like, like we tandem, like you describe this part, and then I describe what Lucas is doing in the actual like uh, stage. You find a very small like if I'm if he needs to be. So more or less, I would assume that you are perpetually acting out to the best of your ability, yes. whatever it is that Levistus is doing. Yes. That would be and my assumption, whether you have, I not don't know, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know exactly how you're going to have us play this, whether I, mm-hmm. whether you describe oh. exactly how it is, or, yeah, try to express, oh, this or, is going to be, oh, this is going to be step, play-by-plays. Alternate? Okay. This is going to be, Dragonate. So, Labiscuits? <laughs> not bad, that's not bad. I can't like so, it. A little bit of, little bit of insight into the behind the scenes of what is going to happen tonight. Mm-hmm. Tonight is opening night. You're going to be displaying your acts along with other acts, which you will be able to watch and partic- and so see how they go. Each act is going to have a series of roles that they perform during their acts to see how well the act is going, whether it's going well or it's going poorly. Mm-hmm. Your acts obviously depend on your creativity, what you're doing, what you're not doing. Um, I can provide advantage or disadvantage depending on how the situation is going. Well, I'll take um, advantage. Yeah, I'd actually I'll also like to have that if you're willing to piss it out. <laughs> I'll mark it. Which will be determined uh, at that time. Um, and basically, after those so many rolls, your act will then be finished. And that will determine the uh, energy of the crowd. The, hi- the more hype the crowd has become, the more willing they are to throw coin your way. Obviously, because there's going to be like, you know, people are going to be tossing coin out as part of this, you know, instead of flowers and other things. Um, so the better the hype the crowd is, the more money you will procure at the end of the night. The more money you get, the more of a cut you will get. Uh, from the circus, oh, obviously, fun. as your plays do well or poorly. So, by spreading yourselves out among a few of them, you've given the ability to add to some roles. Obviously, you are all doing your own acts as well, so that'll be a thing too. So, basically, yeah, it'll be a, there'll be a lot of descriptors uh, as we go throughout the night, as you will explain kind of what you're doing. If you have obviously a monologue or a poem that you're doing, if you're acting something out, if you're shooting things, we'll kind of work in tandem and see how we uh, go with all of that. So, But I leave you what your character does up to you. So if you decide to do something, it is up to you to determine what your character is doing. I will not, uh, I will, I will not hand you a crutch, as it were, uh, unless you desperately need it, because I hate seeing people fail. That's just a character flaw of mine. Nevertheless, the night approaches, unless there's any final preparations you guys need or want to do. Yeah. What do you want? Go need ahead. to go see someone about the blood of a uh, humanoid that has died in the past 24 hours. Okay. Just just to ask a question. Make an investigation check for me. Um, I'm sure this is the time to burn your, your inspiration. <clears throat> Give me a you don't have You don't even have your dice out. I don't even have oh, my dice. Oh, it's a lazy 20. Use your inspiration. Use your inspiration. You have your inspiration. Use your inspiration. This is God talking to me. Okay, uh, 16. 16. With a 16, uh, you're able to, as you're kind of perusing through the campground, uh, asking around for a vial of blood that's fresher than 24 hours. Uh, from a humanoid. From a humanoid. You, uh, it specifically says they had, they died. Yeah. Killed or died? Because um, um, I, I want to see how shady this gets. It, yeah, it's, it's, let's see... Vial of blood from a humanoid killed within the past twenty-four. Hey, yeah, within the past twenty-four. Okay, um, you uh, you are looking around the campsite, and as you're asking one of the individuals, who's like, uh, 
They're like, sorry, I, I don't I don't know where I can give you blood. They walk away, and you're just kind of standing there. All of a sudden, from one of the tents, as someone you see someone's pulling up, uh, one of the rain flies over a tent. You hear this, Psst. hey, buddy. Hey. Yeah, well, hi. It's just like Jingle uh, Way. Turning, uh, looking around, you can see there's this <laughs> short, uh, looks like a... Maybe a gnome, hard to tell, maybe a halfling, uh, just a shorter humanoid, uh, wearing this uh, small cap on top of his bald head. Uh, he's wearing just kind of simple traveler's clothes, looks like one of the members of the circus, but he's uh, finishing tying a rainfly, and he is looking like he's trying not to talk to you, but is clearly, like, getting you to come over in a very overt way. Uh, it's, it's adorable, but mm-hmm. he's trying, like, over here. Yeah, you need help with that. Shh, so loud. All right, you need help kinda with lo- that. Kind of looks back and forth. I hear you're looking for humanoid blood. Yes, at, at the very most, like, 20 hours old. All right. And what's, uh, what's in it, uh, what's in it for old Manny if you, uh... Love Manny. What's, what's in it for Manny if you, if, if, if uh, old Manny here were able to get you, hypothetically... Yeah. Clearly, uh, we oh. get you some, get you some blood. Well, what would you like for a vial of uh, humanoid blood? Oh, sorry. From now on, we'll call it the cheese. All right. So, what can Manny do to get you, uh, get you some cheese? Well, well, you can get me some cheese. What would you like <laughs> for the cheese? What you got? Money. Gold. Tell you what. Favors. <clears throat> You give me, I got a better one. I got a better one. You give me some gold, I get you the, I get you the, the blood, the cheese. The cheese. <laughs> no problem. How much? Yeah. How much for a vial? Wait, wait. I can do this too. How much uh, would you need or me here to uh, <clears throat> pony up for the <clears throat> monster? What are you talking about, man? How much gold do you need oh, for the cheese? She, right, yeah, the cheese, the cheese. Um, at 15 gold. For one vial? Hey, you say you need it in 24 hours. No, I need it now. Oh, you need it. Oh, the... Now you confuse Manny. Um, let me get this straight. You need the blood now. I mean, they I have need it before the curtain goes up. Oh, yeah, we can get it before the curtain goes up. Okay. But you need it... You need them to be... Dead within the like last twenty four hours. Killed actually, yeah. Killed in the last twenty four yeah. hours. So I was thinking if they'd been like <clears throat> a hanging or execution or execution. Hey, 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 hey! Let me tell you something. You don't tell Manny how to do his job, all right? You just give Manny the gold. Manny gets you the blood. Shit, the cheese. Fifteen. Manny gets gold. you the cheese. All right. And what assurance is it do I have that you're not just going to take my 15 gold? Hey, it's Manny. <laughs> oh, fuck me. That's great. Manny. It's... All right. Manny, here's what we'll do. Since you're going to be getting the one file, it, how about the... for tw- 20 you get me two? Two vials. I mean, you're going to the same source, right? It's well, just you, like you don't know that. Do, do you know that? Do you do you? Are you assume there's just blood available from from every humanoid. I can get two vials from the same same person. Do you know how this works? No, of course you don't. Twenty one. Twenty and not a 
Coin more. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, all right. It's Manny. All right, Manny. Uh, your your skills at uh, negotiating make me wonder whether or not you're going to actually come through with this. But sure, here's twenty, and deal done. All right. I get you. I get you the blood. Shit, the cheese. You just watch. Well, Manny will. He'll get you what you need. Dude, you're going to get some grade A marinara sauce. And he just kind of. Puts in it, he stuffs it in a little pouch. And I'm gonna summon like three lesser tomatoes. Or yeah, like. no, you're gonna summon Emerald Lagasse. And he just starts whistling and just kind of catches starts walking away. And whatever happens will probably be impressive. So, um, okay, so I you gave Wait, you gave 20 gold to Manny. Oh my gosh, you summoned the flying through. spaghetti monster. Praise be. <laughs> Hmm. Is that how this episode ends? Yeah. You guys yeah. fighting us rolling initiative against the Have you guys ever heard of the Talk of the Killer Tomatoes? Uh, I don't know if that's a D&D character. While you guys keep prepping, I want to look up and see if the Spaghetti Monster's a D&D character. I'm done prepping. Yeah. What are we going to do? Practice shooting? We could. We can, I mean, we we might as well try it out, yeah? I mean, do you have No, I don't want to do it. I, I feel like I kind of just want to be in the moment. Whenever. All right, that's fair. Because if you think about it, we've never really like uh, practiced a battle that's to this fair. point, but we've shot a lot of things in them. I, I believe we could hit a plate. I'd hope so. Hey, you got extra. You can you can uh, attack twice, yeah? Hey, uh, no, I could probably shoot two plates, too. Hey, I guys, think I could probably shoot two plates, too. We could probably both shoot two plates. What, what kind of drinks would you guys Spaghetti like? Spaghetti monsters are a real thing, believe it or not. A, um... A lemonade. All right. Looks like we uh, know what you, the what big bad to tonight's episode is going to be. Um, okay. You so. Want blood in la- uh, that was spilled in the last 24 hours? Uh, that's a piss for me. I'm okay. good. Uh, I'll just take like some strawberry kiwi juice. I think we actually have that. I leave. Opening night is upon us. The crowds from Mecca City are coming in droves. There are thousands of people filling the the quickly set up streets of this place. Um, there are, there is music, there is laughter, there is shouting, there is wares being sold, there is food being dispensed. It is uh, a menagerie of uh, sights, sounds, and smells. Um, but you guys are all together in the main tent before the curtains open, before the crowds begin to gather. And the crowds are slowly beginning to fill into uh, this tent and beginning to fill up. You've already heard some of the actors say things about how this is the largest group of people that they've ever had. Now, they're already packed. They're having to find ways to get more people into the tent somehow. It is a full night here in Mecca City. And already you can see Dimitri has been going to each individual. And strangely enough, for some of you, no sign of disparity or like stress on his face he is the calmest you have ever seen just giving people kudos propping them up telling them they're going to do great all that stuff as he finally approaches you guys you can see he has now changed for a third time tonight no longer is he wearing the billowy uh shirt and pant combo that he was wearing before now he is wearing this very sleek black suit with a with double-breasted kind of red buttons that go across both sides. He has a long kind of cord that runs underneath one of his arms, and the hat that he has placed upon his head is kind of like this, almost like silk like hair, like almost like bri- bridal like veil that goes to the back, and it illuminates his skin, which is 
glowing with this like orange and red emberous glow underneath and it kind of like disperses the light almost and diffuses it giving it this very almost like halo-esque effect it's beautiful actually um in fact, you can see as he's walking around, the arms and legs of the suit that he's wearing are also kind of like a mesh coloration or a mesh material to where the skin underneath is also glowing as well um, with his fire genasi heritage. Um, but he walks up to your group and says, Ah, wonderful. You are all ready to go tonight. Yes? Excited? Nervous? Anyone? I'm dissociating. Nervous. Uh, it is all right. You'll do wonderful. You'll do wonderful. So... Everyone ready? Yeah, man, I don't think we really have a choice but to be ready, I believe. Nasty spirit, I love it. Showtime, my dear. And he turns around and begins to walk out to the crowd. You can hear as he pulls back the curtain, the large din of voices that were kind of buzzing out there immediately begins to quiet down. Mm. As the gravitas of the moment kind of weighs in and you can hear... uh, you can hear Dimitri begin to shout into the crowd, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all kinds, welcome one and all to the fantastic show. I, of course, am Dimitri, your ringleader and spokesman, as it were. Tonight, we plan to dazzle you with sights, sounds, and smells from all across the lands, from the far reaches of Udal to the crags of Krakodar. Tonight, leave your worries behind. Drop your cares at the door. Because tonight, we bring you the show. And you hear like these sounds and clapping and stuff like that. And he says, as he kind of holds his hands up and calms. He goes, our first act tonight, from far across the oceans, I bring you the weavers of story. The lore masters of our age. The storytellers that bring ageless histories to life. I present to you the Lady of Whispers, Ohiana. And as the curtain begins to open up, Ohiana, what happens? So immediately she casts darkness. Ooh, Out Jesus. onto chills. where... I got chills right there. They're Out multiplying. onto where the the stage would be mm-hmm. so as she walks out nobody hears anything and it's just dead silent okay so she gets out into the center of the ring mm-hmm. um her companions following not too terribly far behind but okay. also still in total darkness yep that's us come on to and then um once she reaches the center she casts minor illusion just above her head to where it makes it look like there's stars up in the sky before she breaks into her monologue. Okay. Long ago, back before time began and days had no name, there were only the eternal beings. One such being was Levistus. In the depth of the Nine Hells, there was only chaos, confusion, and pain. Dark beings of all kinds fought each other. Those who were more powerful preyed on the lesser beings. Factions were formed, sides were picked, and battles raged on. Um, as 
her companions begin to move, she casts fairy fire on them. Ooh. So that they're just slightly illuminated, so that you can see them a little bit better. Okay. Oh, of course, she is um, dramatic, like using her arms to fully, sure. like her full range of motion to sure. tell this tale. Okay. Go ahead from this moment and go ahead and roll a performance check. Okay. Uh, we'll go ahead and do that with advantage because of the uh, effects that you've so far cast. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Can we, dip, like, put the blouse up a little bit more? Like. We're, That's committed a to, we're committed to the bit. Yeah. But that one's an 18. That's really good. And that one's not. So okay. we're going with 18. Okay. 18 total? Mm-hmm. Okay. As you begin to weave this story, you can hear the last kind of whispers of the crowd have died away and all eyes are focused on this moment. As the sounds begin to illuminate, as the lights begin to appear within the darkness, you can hear gasps and shocks and just... <gasps> as they begin to see this display in front of them while being enthralled with this illuminating story as you continue. But then there was one being who set himself apart from all the rest and sought to unify all the nine hells. They called him a savior. They called him a refuge. His name was Levistus. Through power of might and tongue, he overthrew the reigning faction and brought an era of peace to the Nine Hells. However, that peace did not last long. Um, Obviously, they're still acting as she's all doing this. Um, Okay, so at this point, who is in the act? Uh... Lucius. I think we're demons. Uh, Lucius is Levistus? Mm -hmm. Lucius is Levistus. And uh, during this entire time, uh, I would assume there's collaboration with, like, uh, stage crew to, like, have, like, certain props or something, or... Sure. Sure? Sure. It depends on what you want to do. Okay, so let me look at the script again. So, because we're going to roll performance checks for the actors. Oh, you 100% are going to roll. Okay, so... (laughs) While wow. he looks at that, is there anyone else who knows what they're doing on yeah. the top of their heads? Drew? Um, Zeph has cast Disguise Self on himself and okay. has made himself look like the nastiest demon he's ever summoned. Okay. Um, You've only ever summoned, like, one. Yeah. That's all he's got to go on. Pretty right? terrible. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and actually, he just knows he could have summoned this one. It never actually succeeded. But, uh, yeah, so he casts uh, Disguise Self, and he's, mm-hmm. like, just... Dancing around, try, trying to like as best as he can follow what she's saying, you know, like war and terror. And when she says Levistus, like creates this time of peace or whatever, he like falls to the ground like he's been cast down. Yeah, and whenever mm-hmm. they do that, uh, mm-hmm. Lucius basically like coming into like a different like uh, aspect of himself is like mm-hmm. carrying himself with so much confidence and presence on the sure. stage. And he like goes up, you know, steps up front. Yep. And puts his arms out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like Levistus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and then I think, I think during the entire time, uh, I think because I read ahead of the script. Sure. Uh, whenever they talk about uh, him transitioning and becoming uh, a terror, mm-hmm. uh, I think. Maybe the skate stage crew put uh, like a screen that like that doesn't block out the the 
the front, but it's actually just transitionary for, for Levisus to walk through. And as I walk through sure. it, I would like to cast Form of Dread and become a bigger, more intimidating figure with long, shadowy horns. Nice. What is your... Are you just dressed in a costume for this? or how I, you... I would see, like, it was a very... Um, I feel like there is a costume. I feel like... Okay. But also, Lucius does have red eyes. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think there would just be uh, prosthetic horns. Sure, sure. So you're costumed right there, I am okay. costumed, but I'm using this form of dread to uh, slightly, like, enhance increase it. and enhance mm-hmm. it. So I will say first, I need you to make a... I need you to make a straight charisma check for me. That's fine. To figure out how detailed this costume is, this costuming has been done based on what the costuming committee can create. All right. Uh, 11. I'm just going to use Amulet to add D4 to that. Okay. uh, 14. 14. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, It is a a convincing outfit. Um, Definitely gives off uh, a little... Kabuki theater vibes, almost, almost too out there, but just enough to like give you that. It, it would, it's not going to detract from your dreadfulness, but it definitely is going to look a little out of place in your form of dread. But that won't, it won't really affect the rolls much I in that like way. Fourteen is a good roll for that. Okay. Um, so that you are dressed up, um, you are acting as Levisus during this time. Yes. TBD, what are you doing? Uh, since I'm one of the demons mm-hmm. in this thing, and she's talking about how. There's just like a bunch of demons causing chaos and stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause right there. Just open it for the love of God. Just open it right up. Oh my goodness. It's worse when you take eight hours to open it. Okay. Sorry, TV. Continue. Yeah, Michelle. Oh uh, shit, your hole. <laughs> I envision, as long as you'll allow me, mm-hmm. kind of like how if you've played Kingdom Hearts, the Heartless just kinda come out from the ground. Yes. Oh yeah. So I yeah, imagine I imagine there's like smoke and darkness or whatever just sure. billowing everywhere so I'm coming in and out of the ground like just misty stepping Little. random spots in the I like it yeah. okay yeah, yeah. So it's it's like beautiful yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, like to like because uh, we already passed this part in the story but I would like to say like every time like when there's like a savior a, a refuge mm-hmm. Levistus as mm-hmm. I do that arm like expanding mo- uh, motion I would like to cast like daylight and like basically like from behind him into mm-hmm. where he casts a silhouette, basically, mm-hmm. of himself onto the crowd. Sure. And then, like, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, that's afterwards. good. No, that'll help. Absolutely. Okay. So, you've rolled your charisma check. Yes. I need you to roll... Um, this will be dexterity, just a straight dexterity roll, just to see how well you can manipulate the stage as you move to and fro. Oh, I get three and uses for you... I'm so happy. Uh, I'm going to say... You use your masculine faces to look a demon. Uh, just a straight performance check for me. 16. 16. Nice. Good. Yes. Is that a 9? No. Oh, no. It's 5. 10? No, I mean t- okay, oh, 10 plus. total. Okay. 10 total. Ooh, okay. So we've got Ooh. we've got a success, we've got a middle ground, okay, and we've wait. got a failure. So did we middle so we rolled for the costuming. Correct. Could we roll for uh, like your performance your performance is not detract from the costuming, but okay. because you can't do it naturally, I'm trying to see how well the costume adds to your persona. Okay. So that was kind of that was kind of the point with that one. Okay. So, okay. But these roles are merely to begin to tilt the scales as she continues because yes. she's the driving force behind yes, this. So, yes, yes. With that in mind, go ahead and continue. So after she says the piece did not last long, she mm-hmm. uses minor illusion again to cast like the sound of thunder. Okay. Throughout to easy to do. Um, 
just bring like a good shift in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, dissatisfied with the boredom that peace in the Nine Hells brought, he came to our present plane, and he became an immediate terror, destroying villages, laying waste to entire landscapes. He became a plague upon this land. In his absence, the Nine Hells revolted. The strongest among them plotted to overthrow his throne and capture him until the end of time. They plotted and schemed to lure him back to the Nine Hells with threat to disturb the so-called peace he had brought. But instead, they set a trap. Thunder again. As the story goes, he gloriously stumbled straight into their plan, falling prey to the punishment they had in store. For him, it is a frozen wasteland, a prison where his powers are confined, impotent and absolutely benign. And there he stays. Frozen, forever, in the snow and ice, exactly as he should. And then she casts darkness again. Okay. All right. For that role, um, I will say, based on your performance and what they all added to your your thing, I will say you get advantage again. Performance again. Yep. Performance check again at advantage. Okay. Um, okay. And good roll now, Liz. Yeah, so it's a dirty 20. Ooh, very nice. nice. As you cast darkness, you hear the crowd begin to erupt into uh, polite applause, but definitely more hyped about what's to come. It's like, oh, that was really good, like clapping and stuff like that. Eager to see what takes place next. You did very well. Congratulations. Yeah, right, right. Primed it. As Good the job. darkness fades and people are mm-hmm. clapping, Dimitri appears again, this time in another part of the tent, and goes, Where would we be without the lore of our lands? A round of applause to our storyteller, Ohiana, as the crowd claps again and stuff like that. But the night is still young, friends. There's still more in store. I give you now acts of daring, acts of bravery, acts of skill. I present to you the Flying Brothers 3. As he kind of raises his hand up to the top of the uh, up to the top of the canopy, you can see there are a couple of different individuals who are st- positioned down in the uh, crowd, some stage hands, who begin to cast spells, and you watch as light spells <laughs> begin to appear up in the air. As three uh, Arakakra all stand up on, like, perches up there. They all begin to salute Dimitri, salute the crowd, and jump off into the air before their wings come out and the crowd begins to gasp as these three birds begin to fly throughout the tent, weaving and willing their way through right over the crowd, over the crowds, causing them to duck out of the way, up and over doing flips, using not only their wings but their, their arms and their legs to jump and flip and spin in such ways that are glorious. You watch as two of them meet up near the top and grapple each other, closing their wings around each other, begin to spiral down to the bottom. As they begin to tumble down, the crowd begins to react, seeing that they're getting closer and closer to the bottom of the tent. 
boom, right inches above the bottom of the floor. Their wings expand and they fly out one more time. And as they do, you see two other casters cast spells on them as these colors begin to gleam off of them and smoke, like colorful smoke begins to billow off of their wings as they fly out into the air. The crowd loses their minds, <laughs> clapping at the Flying Brothers. Three. They just, rolled a nat 20 on their wow. I look, I look at Seth in the tent because naturally we hate arrow cockroaches or just it's just birds and I just like <laughs> yeah uh, they're just birds it's not even magical just, no, they're no, just I'm birds not super impressed or jealous of the flying skills either I'm glad uh, you're not, because I'm definitely not. As Dimitri uh, re-enters on another, on another side of the tent, you hear his voice booming across, much much louder than it should be where he is, but still being heard throughout most of uh, the tent. Uh, feats of the sky are always a sight to behold, but now we'll focus our attentions on the ground, as the Master of Beasts shows us his skills in taming ferocious ones. I give you... Tidim, the master of beasts. And as that happens, you watch as more lights are cast on the main stage. As an individual steps up, it looks to be an older humanoid, but with ears that kind of come out to the side and these large kind of floppy ears that kind of point out to the sides. His face kind of compressed in with a large, like, bulbous nose and his skin covered in this fine kind of tan, like, gray tan fur. Um, he steps up and kind of waves to the crowd, wearing what looks to be this very uh, long kind of uh, long robe that kind of is in a hood that comes up right behind like the back of his head and kind of comes down uh, in this very long green robe, uh, carrying a large staff with like these intricate carvings all kind of up the sides of it. He waves to the crowd and begins to cat, like wave his hand around as he does. You can see the ground begins to burst forth with, like, flowers and grass and stuff like that. Everywhere he goes, kind of creating these natural effects, and the crowd is uh, watching him as he does. And as this happens, he kind of finishes and turns around and taps his staff twice on the ground. At this point, a few other individuals step out, all wearing a very similar style of, like, uh, greens with, like, leaf designs and stuff on them. These, like, costumes. Um, And stepping out with them would be... Are you pl- are you a part of this yeah. group? Okay, so you Zeph step out with them with the costume they designed for you, and as the six of you all kind of step out, you watch as he taps his staff again, and you uh, from the top of the canopy begins to lower a cage that's covered in like a very uh, pretty like uh, covering, but it begins to rattle and shake around, and you hear the crowd like gasp at the sound of whatever's in there as it boom, sets to the ground. There's a moment. The curtain pulls back, and you can see in this cage there is this massive, like, brown bear. Just I'll like, lean over to like, I didn't. And it shakes the cage, and you can hear people, like, shrieking and, like, horror and, like, uh, stuff like that. I could have swore there was going to be a lady dancing in there. <laughs> um, as the cage shakes one more time, you watch as the bear, like, plants both its feet on the ground, and the cage just and falls down as the crowd shrieks in, like, terror. Is this thing more due? The size of. uh, Massive brown. Bigger than anything you've ever seen. um, As it begins to lumber around, swinging its paws at the animal tamers. So, as the tamers begin to jump around, much like clowns at a rodeo, being to distract the bear and, like, begin to, like, you know, get it to, like, swing at them before diving away with expert agility and ease. Zeph, what do you do in this moment? 
as uh, this is happening. So Zeph just like stands stands as distant. He's a little mm-hmm. taken aback at first. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, this is huge." Mm-hmm. And then he just remembers remembers back to this um, this little tiny uh, Albert cub that he found at one point when he was younger, and uh, you know it's just kind of traded to the group, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really just it, it would act all ferocious and everything, but mm-hmm. it, whenever that happened, he could just scratch it just right above the tail, just right at the tailbone. So mm-hmm. he casts, he gets within thirty feet of it. He just mm-hmm. kind of walks towards it and casts mage hand and. Gives a little scratch right there at the base of its spine. Okay. Uh, before that does, it's going to like whoa, swing your direction as it like tries mm-hmm. to reach out towards mm-hmm. you. We'll see if it hits. It is at disadvantage because it is not because it is I'm because it's on drugs because it's been drugged and it's. Oh, it's one of those uh, circuses. Um, that is a thirteen to no. hit. Does that hit? No. Okay. So the bear whoa, swings at you. You easily step out of the way um, and you cast a mage hand and begin to scratch. Uh, go ahead and roll an animal handling check for me. All right. Animal handling. Minus two. This better be good. So, uh, 15. A 15. Not bad. With a 15, you begin to scratch and you notice, you realize this bear kind of stops for a moment and kind of like gets a weird kind of like inquisitive look upon itself uh, before it like shakes its head and then begins to like swing around again, like, you know, swing and haphazardly at these things. Um, as you're as you're doing that, you see the uh, individual titan kind of walks up to you and, and puts a hand on his shoulder and goes, uh, "Keep it up." As he begins to walk forward, like raising his hands like majestically towards his bear, which immediately turns to him and like stands up on its feet. The crowd loses, like ah! they're waiting to see someone get like their head taken off. As Tidem. With advantage, gets a 19 on his roll, is able to walk yeah. over and very gr- very gently just holds his hand out and watches as this bear <laughs> puts both its paws back on the shaking the earth underneath it, and it stares at his hand for just a moment, and then ever so slightly just kind of leans forward and puts its nose onto his hand, and you watch as Titan just lowers his hand, and the bear slowly just kind of lowers down with it and just lays down, and you hear the crowd... And he turns around and bows, and all the actors bow as well, all the, the glory clowns bow as well, as the crowd goes, yes! Stand, starts standing up on their feet. You watch as gold is already being flung into the, yeah. onto the stage. Um, they are loving this. But you watch as everyone is immediately picked up. You watch as the bears, uh, the, uh, the, the, act, the rodeo clowns come over and put their hands on the bear's neck and help it as it lumbers off back behind the stage. It's like, just begins to lumber off. Uh, back behind the stage. I was hoping that bear was just going to chunk his shoulder out from behind, and that was how the circus um, <laughs> Anybody There's who is behind the stage... Is there anybody behind the stage right now? Perception checks if you're behind the stage. Okay. Just for fun. Well, am I behind the stage? Uh, I don't know, are you? Well, I don't know what act you're putting me Oh! Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'd be right there. They're getting ready for the, your act. Hiding. Okay. 14? Uh, 24. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, for free, it's not hard to see. But you guys watch as the bear lumbers behind the stage, and after a few seconds, immediately just kind of like and pulls into this pile of a human being who gets almost like, Was someone scratching my neck while we were doing that? This is no, weird, my dude. God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's a sham. Uh, <laughs> 
hey, you were you were angry that they were drugging a bear. Now you're angry that it was a druid? I'm just upset, okay? I'm angry no, that he's a she. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just angry all the time. It's um, here we go. Yep, there is it. Is it work? Okay. Uh, oh, so uh, as, this is, as everyone is coming back and congratulations being passed around, uh, Zeth, you what? are you are <laughs> taking off the vest that you were given, and uh, as you're putting it, hanging up on the little it turns hanger, into a person too. No, you oh. hear. Oh, oh, right. Yes. Uh, and you can see standing uh, with his back to the tent wall. Is Manny just mm-hmm. kind of standing there? It's like, hey Manny, what? Not, not so loud, man! You can get me in trouble. Hey Manny, don't look at me. Look, look that way. Look that way. All right, man, you're a really skinny little bugger, aren't you? You don't get this far in the business if you don't keep your head on a swivel, all right? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I got what you need. Great. Reaches I'll take little, it. Reaches into a little pouch, pulls out two vials, sets them in your hand. Still warm. Uh, um, uh, yep. He goes, all right. So when you plan on using them? I mean... You know, if the crowd isn't loving it, I just thought it might add a little something to the show. So, I mean, I'd say just, like, take a seat, cross your fingers if you want to see what happens. Do me a favor, do me a favor. Yeah. Don't don't use it for the next next 30 minutes, you hear? I mean, do you even know what I'm doing with this? I don't know, but you stay here to be dead, right? Yeah. 30 minutes. Can I ask whose this is? As he drops to the floor and rolls underneath the, the tent. 
accent. <laughs> holy. 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 Manny is that kid at summer camp that has the hookup on Pixie Six. Uh-huh. And it's the height of his coolness. <laughs> Hold on. And he's uh, never been able to do that. Zeph isn't in any more acts, is he? I don't think no, so. He's going to roll under the under the curtain, too, and see if he can grab Manny. He, Make a perception check. It has to be dead. Okay, give it 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Make a perception check. That's oh. not going to cut it. Two? <laughs> he's gone. Mm. Uh-oh. This is gonna haunt Zeph forever now. Like, did he cause the death of the person who will be dead in thirty minutes? Kind of. Uh, okay. Uh, as but that, he's not gonna waste these. Vials. No, no, not now. As that conversation is going on, uh, Dimitri is continuing uh, to keep the crowd going, and he's like, uh, he's like, you have now watched the ferocity of the beast. Now watch the elegance of the human as I bring you the Udalian dreamers as he kind of points up to the top of the kind of stage area again as at this point you watch as these lights appear and illuminate this kind of bluish purple hue around the stage as these long ropes and ribbons begin to unfurl and land on the stage itself. Uh, descending from the top of the ropes, you can see about six or seven dancers. These long, kind of lean, elegant uh, humanoids begin to spin and roll through the ropes and the ribbons, beginning in this intricate dance as they spin around and kind of coordinate this beautiful, just kind of it, um, what's, oh, I lost the word. Uh, burlesque. No, not no. burlesque. Mesmerizing. Um, this mesmerizing display of agility uh, and skill. No. Uh, there is one caveat. There's a much smaller actor among them who is trying his darndest to look the part. TBD. You're one of the ribbon dancers. I believe you, so, uh, I need you to describe to me what TBD is doing, and s- let's see how well he does it. So this is like those silks, the yeah, a- like aerial a silk, like an aerial silk thing, kind of. Aerial silk band name called it. Um, but it is much more um, like the, it is much more visual than anything, as there is like I get the light that is going on, and there's also it seems to be some casters along the sides casting these like illusory like images that dance across the ribbons and across the actors themselves. Um, for all of them are wearing kind of like this egg white kind of like unitard uh. so it's almost like being projected across their bodies these like mm. these shapes and images it's very beautiful um, this TV. episode brought to you by Quixotic Quixotic an art I don't know that's all I got is that mm-hmm. it's in KC mm-hmm. oh is it okay yeah. I think it's Quixotic <laughs> no. one would think that's the guy who ran to a window <laughs> it's, it's based on that word but yeah we can get we can nerd out later it's true I envision TVD is looking down at the other performers mm-hmm. and they're like I think I can do that okay so he starts going down the streamer yep doing all those twists and yep. all that stuff um, and as he's going down never having done this before he's sure. using um, small puffs of air from whatever sure to kind of keep his balance okay uh, go ahead and roll an acrobatics check uh, we'll say because he's never done this before, we're going to do it at disadvantage for right now. Acrobatics? Dis- yes, acrobatics. Okay. okay. Uh, 11. 
11. Not terrible. Uh, but you are struggling as you're beginning to like slide down at one point you kind of puff yourself away from one of them you're like oh sorry as you lose your grip and slide down a little bit faster than you're supposed to uh you can hear you can hear some of the like uh surprise grunts from the other actors as they're like not expecting you to be there at that point um but you're trying your best uh, and they seem to be they seem to recognize that you need some help so they're going to try to assist you as they go you watch as now they begin to do these spins where one of them kind of rolls themselves up and begins to unfurl themselves and as they do they let go of the ribbon and grab onto them and kind of swing on one of the more sturdier ropes and begin to spin themselves back up into it you watch as the casters begin continue to draw this story across them with these visual aids as the music is continuing to play um as TBD tries desperately to keep up with them, as skilled and as lithe as he is, go ahead and make one more uh, acrobatics check. This time, just a straight one, because they are now negating your disadvantage by helping you as best they can. You can do this. Okay. Uh, 17. Not bad. 17. You are getting the hang of it. Mm. Uh, but now they will roll for the entire performance. Okay. So the performance goes well, not as well as it could have. There definitely seems to be some people who kind of lost interest. I mean, after the giant bear that was on stage, it's like, ah, it's ribbon dancers. There seems to be a few people not as uh, engaged in the in the show, as it were. They're seeming to be distracted or looking away for some reason. Um, as uh, as that something? ends, the people there's clapping, there's applause, the actors all bow, everyone retreats back to the stage. Oh, I was going to try something. Oh, you're going to try something. I feel like I notice that the crowd isn't as into it. Sure. Um, so I try one of the unfurling things. Okay. Oh boy. So. So you're gonna try to like roll down all the yeah. way to try to stop yourself. Okay. But TBD to kind of get their attention mm -hmm. is gonna unfurl all the way and drop. <gasps> Ooh, okay. A death drop. But using water whip. Uh huh whip himself or attach himself again to the thing and then pull himself back up. Oh, okay. Like a little yo-yo? So like, uh -huh. go ahead yeah, and like do... Like a little suspense of like, did he just did fall? He just do a... Uh, oh, I will say this is either acrobatics or performance. I will let you choose. Acrobatics. Use <laughs> performance, you coward. Okay. Yeah. 23. 23. You watch as TBD kind of scales up one of the sides of one and begins to unroll himself as you hear one of the, uh, you hear one of them whisper, what are you doing? As you fast. begin to fall down, you hear the That's crowd begin to like pick up uh, no, as you <laughs> fall away from it. And as you do, you reach out and the little pack of water, you still hold on. With some twists in there. Twist With some twists twist. there. The water goes out and creates the whip. As you pull yourself to safety, swing down and land on the ground. Give them advantage. The crowd loves it. Ah! They all stand up, start clapping. They're doing good. They applause all over the place. It starts throwing money again. The ones that were putting their money away, taking it out and throwing it back out. It is uh, well received. Very good. Well, uh, good case uh, of uh, improv. Yeah, TBD. Well done. Yeah, um, Matt. That was a I mean, Matt yeah, evolution. Matt. Um, Steph, I got more money for the bank. As that <laughs> uh, as that happens, you watch as uh, <clears throat> uh, Dimitri kind of steps in and kind of applauses. Give it up for the Udalian dancers. A wonderful display of acrobatics and a little bit of hair-raising death stunts, apparently. <laughs> and now, before we continue, we will provide you with a moment to 
refresh your drinks, stretch your legs, while we introduce our intermission act from Danny, or Manny, the Magnificent. As that happens, you watch the curtain opens, uh. and you can see standing there is the little gnome in this long, kind of Fantasia-style robe, who is like, reaches out and just waving everybody. He's like, good evening and welcome. My name is Manny, and I will be baffling you all with crazy tricks of sight and sound and magic. Here we go! As he starts to literally put on the most 12-year-old magic show you've ever seen. Yep, 100%. The people in the He opened his fingers up! But it is a nice intermission show, so everyone is able to kind of rest and recuperate a little bit from... Uh, as they prepare for the end of the show. Uh, um, Seth is going to watch to see where Manny comes off stage and intercept Manny. <laughs> After about 15 minutes of just kind of keeping the crowd interested, you watch as Manny pulls yet another, uh, another looks like bird from a pocket or something, and goes, thank you one and all, once again, my name was Manny the Magnificent, good night. And you hear just like, <laughs> you did great, sweetie. <laughs> Ma. Shut up, man. <laughs> As he steps down, he's like mumbling stuff, stuffing birds back into a sleeve. <laughs> Everyone else is out in the foyer at the intermission eating mm-hmm. popcorn and yeah. paying for overpriced espresso. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just wait, but he does walk back to the stage. Okay, good. Yep. Um, Manny. Holy shit. Oh, it's, uh, it's a cheese man. Well, what up? Will you. What, <laughs> So, uh, uh, my my interest has been piqued. Um, right, you need some more. You need some more. Ago, eat some more cheese, eh? No, about twenty minutes ago, you said I should wait for thirty minutes in order for this to be good. Um, yeah, you're probably fine. Now. I don't worry about it. So you're saying it's probably good now? Ah, yeah, probably. Could you please explain in more depth? Where you may have acquired this. Not specifically, but under what circumstances. Make a persuasion check. I kill somebody. What can I say? Seven to throw. It takes him 30 mm. minutes to suffocate for some reason. He's very resilient. <laughs> oh my god. That Cut off the dude's weird. arms and leave him to dead. It's gonna take a minute, but it'll get there. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, uh... uh, uh 16. 16. Mm-hmm. I'm a cool guy. Manny looks to either side of him. He leans over. Not really down, but over. He's still kind of at your hip. Yeah. And he goes, Come here. A magician never reveals his secrets. Just reach out and grab him by the throat. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. He does a really good choking sound. He does. I like how he's choking him. <laughs> Michelle, stop choking Oh, yeah, yeah Zef, Zef, let's go. Let's go. His... Oh. <coughs> One magician to the other. You what like the hell, that, man? You like that sleight of hand? No, I freaking did. I'm in the fraternity. Where'd you get it? You in the fraternity? Fraternity what? Magicians, go. They ain't no such thing as a magician. You either, what are you, a wizard? You, you a sorcerer? What the, what the hell was that? It was sleight of hand, like I said. You want to see it again? No, I don't want to see it All again. Right. Where is this happening? Back behind stage. Back stage. 
in uh, one of the porta potties. <laughs> Every, everyone's just walking by. Together. Weird. We're into some but, yeah, weird just stuff just walking, in that one. He's just walking around looking for, like, looking for Zeph. Like, was Zeph's drink? He's like, oh god, I don't think there's porta potties in this world. Ugh. Okay. I was like, like I, was, I was wondering about birthdays in D and D. There's birthdays on my way over here. Speaking of normal things that we don't really ever hear about, bathrooms. Yeah. I assumed it was just outhouses dug like set up around holes in That's the ground. That's a good question. Oh. I need to factor that. I need to think about that. I need to draw that a little sure bit. for sure a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many. I call it the stinger. Just tell me. <coughs> All right. Jeez. I thought you come courtesy. Listen. Don't need to worry about it. I ain't kill nobody. But I got you what you need. Okay. And they're probably dead by now, so it's good blood. <laughs> all right, that's all I wanted to know. Yeah, yeah it's all good. Uh, my request did not cause the end of them. What? No. What? You think I just go out and find people that I'm like, this looks like a good guy to kill? What do I look like? You uh, have a nice night, Manny. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Thanks. <laughs> so what a loaded my, question. My freaking birds go. <laughs> Um, as, as he walks, as he walks away, Zeph kind of pats the birds in his vest pocket <laughs> that, he, that he lifted during. The- that is sliding. I won't even make sliding. you roll a slide of hand check. Thank you. you have the Thank birds. Oh my gosh, that is alive? the prestige. Are they? Are they alive? Yeah. Nice. Oh uh, well. <laughs> yeah, they're alive. All right. He goes to pull all four. They're a bit them ruffled, out. but you know, he's already eaten one of them. Tabidi, I got you some pets. Ooh. <laughs> okay. um, Birds. As the intermission ends, okay. <laughs> uh, there is one final act, which uh, the circus is the, the the big finale, as it were. Um, I won't go into boring you all with how this one ends, but essentially, it is a it is a chorus of stories. Followed by, there's like, it's very Cirque du Soleil style. There is a whole scene that is played out in this final, uh, final um, showing. And now they are going to roll their final roll to see how well the show goes tonight. So, based on how well everybody did, they are going to go ahead and get advantage on their roll. And we will see how well received tonight's showing is. Oh, wait. Yes. There's one other show yeah. before this happens. You can't really retcon. I feel like no, I can retcon. I can retcon because before all that happens, so I still won't bore you because there is one other act to go. Yeah, you guys gotta keep me accountable to this, guys. Uh, he he, well, there, uh, he a, told me not to say. There's anything. no root. There's like you know we come on a roll. You I'm, guys literally made up a show. I'm, you're gonna do the <laughs> ladies wow, and gentlemen wow, before wow. the final <laughs> event of the night as Dimitri begins to address the I crowd once more. I present to you, we have shown you acts of flight, acts of dance, acts of story, and tonight we will, I am pleased to introduce for the first time Dimitri's show, an act of skill beyond which the likes of none of you have seen. From far across the reaches of the world, I have brought to you marksmen who can hit with such accuracy that the gods themselves are jealous of them. I present to you... The Doom. 
juice. <laughs> so, the so juice. It, you, you say that, and then, like, you don't say a name, and out strolls Pothole from behind the curtain uh-huh. as a spotlight is following him to the yeah. center of the circle, yeah. and he is talking just, like, beautifully. <laughs> like, he's just, like, thinks that he is regaling them with everything. And so, yeah, dead silent, pin drop, and you say, I'm gonna give my talisman like real quick because I know they're gonna do something important, so I'm gonna give my talisman to Kenneth. Oh, sick! What does it say? Can you do that? Yeah. It says wearer of the talisman, so I can just says. Hold on. Mm. When the wearer the the wearer of your talisman. Uh huh. So I can give it away. Okay. Entire thing. Okay. Is it like a D4? Yeah. Just D4. Whatever you need it. How many times? Just once. Uh, don't use all my uses. Which is how many? Three, but now there's two left because I just went to it. Can't you just sleep that off? I can. All right. I'm just, it's like, Lucius is just like, it's like, here you go. And it's like, thanks, buddy. It's like, I love gifts with conditions. Yeah. (laughs) As Pothole is finishing his two minute monologue, everyone's like, can you roll charisma for him? I just want to see how engaged everyone is. At advantage. Oh my god, that's 17. He is, the crowd is just. What is that? And and as he finishes his speech, such passion. He. Throws two plates in the air. As? Shoot, oh. shoot. Oh. It's gonna be a 21? Yep. Uh, 18. Um, let me ask this first. You're using a pistol? Oh, of course, yeah. What are you using? Longbow, and actually it's a 19. Wait, or don't 20, you have I'm sorry. vision on that rifle now? Yeah, but I'm just gonna, okay. I'm gonna keep it the bow. Okay. I have okay. more. Okay. more as the sound of a bang and a shot go off as both the plates shatter in the air as... The crowd reacts violently, and Pothole dips as plate pieces shatter across him. He holds up two more plates, throws them up in the air. Right, you shoot twice. Try, try and get them both. Try and get them both. Oh, try to get them both? Yeah. Uh, that one is um, 14 to hit. Yep. I just bow as she does it. Oh, um, I'm going to go ahead and use that talisman on this one. Oh, shit. Nine, uh, 18. 18. The 14 does not hit. Pick As up, you pick it up, pick it up, fire the shot, it goes just across ting, across the edge of it, but it shoots across spin the it? second one. Does it, it does spin it? Spin As it spins it? There you go. Uh, shit, is that a... You're going to have a second. 15. 15 does hit it as it shatters in the air from your shot as you bow down and fire underneath your arm, exploding it across the area. The crowd is going nuts. At this point, Pothole has made his way to the other side of the ring and is now 120 feet away from you guys as he holds up two more plates. I'm going to two in each hand because I'm going to say twos. (laughs) As he throws all four up into the air. Okay. You Can you throw this. two in the air and two at me because I do not have 120 feet of range on this thing? He arcs it towards you. There we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, 23. Hits. And uh, 17. 17 hits. 24 and 15. Both hits. Arrows and bullets flying. <laughs> plates are shattering. It is super cool. At one point, Pothole stops and plates puts a plate on top of his head. Begins to spin it. Yes. And it stands there. Yep, it sounds good to me. Meet in the middle. Oh, uh, 17 plus 9. It's fine. I got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 17. Yeah. Just bang, shoom, as the plate, it spins, and the arrow clips it and spins it the other way before it shatters into... Yeah. I'm going to do something really stupid. So we've yeah, got yeah. them where they're pretty warmed up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I look at Kenneth and just, like, do a... I'm going to execute a shoot an arrow at me. 
So I'm gonna go like 60 feet I've away from and I'm gonna like <laughs> Yo. take my gun and like pretend I'm ready for the next one. Uh -huh. Put it away and just draw my short sword like in a very like oh, like yeah. prepare to split the arrow no. style. Okay, this is gonna That's be so bad. Shit and roll. Um, could, okay, could I possibly shoot it like to where it would just go at, right outside of him, like outside of him, wouldn't hit him directly, but like say I was like aiming at him, shoot aim at, at the side. Shoot. That at would be at disadvantage to try to aim at such a small spot. Dude, but yes, go ahead. I'll shoot, shoot at him. him. Hell yeah. Shoot at Take him. Take an arrow for okay. for the people. I mean, I'm fully Ugh. prepared to just eat one. I, I'm going to use that talisman again. I'm okay. so sorry. You use You're all good. the charges all in the talisman. So I, we killed it, so I really hope it whiffs um, at the end. No, honestly, it would be a circus. Uh, 20, unnatural. Unnatural 20. Go ahead and make an attack roll with your short sword. Yours. I'm kidding. Uh her. I just want to die. Her. Okay. I love you. Okay. Uh, twenty-one. You had to beat her. Oh, attack. Oh, 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 30, 20, 21. Yeah. With just the barest moment of like, I'm gonna miss you. Swing down, and as you do, you hear into the sand. Can I? Two, oh, that's you better. Than what I was split it with that's... a sword. Yeah. As he slices and two parts, not down the middle, but like in half. Oh, as two parts okay. just land in the sand next to him, the crowd goes nuts. Is there like a moment of silence? <laughs> yeah. With two two natural nineteens on their advantage roll, the crowd is just. Locked sure. in on this. So proud of um, you guys. That's as so there's, I believe, one more thing you're gonna do. I believe you're gonna try to split a, an arrow with a oh, bullet. I thought, no, that was the cool thing that, that we just that did. Was, was the, the cool thing. That's your. That's what you're gonna do. Oh, and expecting <laughs> one more exciting thing. Let's go, buddy. I'll shoot it up. No, it's fine. Yeah. If that's the end, that's the end. Dude, cool. I mean, yeah, if you want to shoot an arrow up, I will try and oh, yeah. shoot it with Cross my them. gun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Might as well. Go ahead and yeah, roll. Just a straight roll. I already defied death once. Oh, na uh, natural 18 plus 9. Fuck. <laughs> God. <laughs> Do I have to hit that? Yeah. Natural 18 plus 9? Yeah. How does this work? That's a, that's a 27. That's pretty solid. Be a 27. You're going to have to beat it. Wait, I'm doing it with skill for him to do it. I'm using that 27 to try to make it easier. To just for lob him. it. Just yeah. Yeah, I have to get under 27 to succeed. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, well, that definitely do? 20. Unnatural. 20. 20. That is sure. I'll say that's fine. <laughs> that's pretty damn with, skillful. I just yeah. hit the fletching. I don't with, hit center mass. With that shot, you fire the arrow up into the air, and as it does, you watch the arrow goes up and immediately <clears throat> bursts into flame as a caster from across the way hits it with a fireball cantrip. Nice. As it goes up into the air, you watch as that <clears throat> fires the shot, and as it does, you watch as the arrow goes from this flaming sphere to <clears throat> two flaming spheres that just kind of burst off into the air and. <clears throat> filter off into the crowd. And as it does, it hits, <laughs> it hits both sides of the stage. Two orphans. Of thorns and then, no, as it hits both sides of the stage, you watch as fire erupts from both sides as actors begin to spill out as the final act begins to reach its climax. You two begin to dip off as the crowd is up on their feet cheering and uh, hollering. As the final act makes its way through the crowd is on their feet. The gold is being thrown. Oh, I brandished the hell out of my pistol. Oh, you brandished the heck out of it. The spin, spin, spin. Opening night has come to an end. You guys. I'm signing arrows for killed. Oh my god. I'm shining, shining, signing shell casing. Oh yeah, it's great. 
you're doing it without realizing it's draconic, so everything now is just like a weird spell. Yeah, it's like these, these kids don't realize they have live rounds now. They're taking oh, home. <laughs> I miss the days where that was probably a thing. It was like, hey, we're just handing live bullets at the event. It's great. That definitely happened. I can imagine there was some there was some men's conference somewhere where oh, some yeah. guys got oh, bullets you know. at the end of the. I have a pocket just pistol. Out Be a man of high caliber. Yeah, just that. Yeah. So Here's your complimentary C4. During this finale, this like post Super Bowl melee, sure. uh, Zeph is gonna go try to find Dimitri and just kind of sidle up next to him and hold up the two vials and be like, <clears throat> "So, the vials of fresh." Lee murdered humanoid blood. Dimitri turns over. Got any use for him? I'm sorry? Well, I was going <laughs> to use him in the show, but it didn't really work out. Uh, may I? Oh, yeah. He takes one and looks at it. Oh, no. What are you, are you planning to use this? Well, I was going to summon some demons, you know, in case the show wasn't great. I got some freshly killed with human blood to At some least you're man. honest about it. <laughs> How can it? Well, so maybe you'd wanna, you'd have a use for it. Uh, all I can do with it is summon demons, but I thought you might want to sell it on or something. I paid 20. I, I don't believe I can sell it, but uh, allow me to help you with at least one of them, yes? Sure. He takes it and you watch, he takes a little cork cap off of it Drink and reaches, it. reaches into a pocket and pulls out another cap with a, a vial that's empty and he takes the top off it and it's a little like tin one with what looks to be this tiny little like sapphire set into the top of it. He sets it and spins it and kind of like pushes down on it and you can hear like a sound as he crushes the sapphire into the metal on the top and kind of pulls it back out and goes, there. And he hands it back to you. It is now fresh human blood until the time comes for you to open it. Oh, thanks. You want the other one for yourself? I'll find some use for it. All right, we yeah. have a strange little sorcerer friend of ours who has an uncanny ability to find blood for us, so ah. this might be useful to him. Mm. Ah. Great. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He probably needs a couple more birds, too. I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I just imagine a roaring success, and Glyph is just like, well... Let's just release a whole bunch of imps <laughs> in the crowd. They love this. Um, <laughs> they have like little ships. That would be amazing. <laughs> essentially, from the aspect of the game, he basically preserved that blood to last until you use it. Until I so, pop that cap. Okay. Until you pop that cap, it is fresh blood and can be used blood. as a component for you. Nice. Thank blood. you. You're welcome. That will make this a lot less difficult. Yes, it will. I still love the fact that you have to actively try to find human blood, but I'm giving you one. Yeah, yeah, well, I have a free one. You have a free one. That's for the so. Mabim Bam tickets. There you there go. You go. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, as the night comes to an end, the gold is tossed. People ha- people are loving it. The crowds this go away. People throw gold at me uh, once. <laughs> yeah, it's very odd for you. Uh, but the people are loving it. They're having a great time. The after party is a roaring success. Uh, the crowds have left for the evening, but the actors are still high on their adrenaline and just the success of the night. Uh, gold is freely passed around. People are celebrating. Uh, you all receive one thousand platinum. One gold. <laughs> I take a hundred platinum. You all receive one hundred gold pieces. Hey, that's, that's not nothing. Hey, um, hey. I, I rolled a ten a, on my d10. Yeah. Can, wow, one hundred. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give you the talisman back. Uh, don't can, try to use it tomorrow morning. Do, that, no, don't worry about it. No, just use it tomorrow morning. Just try not to need it. 
Just yeah, just try not to need it. It's, it's it was either that or I kill Ziff. I mean, I wouldn't have died, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't I would have. I love you that she keeps you get his name that. right. Yeah. Oh. She got his backwards. She said Glyph is going to summon lesser yeah. demons, and she would have killed Zeph. Oh, I listen. I got a real tough time. Y'all look <laughs> exactly the same. Y'all look exactly like. And we stand right beside each other. I'm like, yeah, there's no really no discernible differences. No, no lie, I had cousins growing up. I could not distinguish their names. They look different as all get she's out. She's a face blind monster hunter. As, <laughs> as oh she's regaling God. you guys with the story, as she's regaling with the story, because that's the best segue I could find. Um, there is a sound of footsteps uh, in the tent as uh, individuals who are not some of the actors step in. You can hear the sounds of armor clinking as oh. two individuals step in to the tent as everyone kind of turns around and looks and uh, regards them. You can see it appears to be two guards uh, dressed in... Sorry, All I had black. it. I lost it. Nope, give me just a second. They are dressed in the greens and reds of House Zahavi. They appear to be wearing their uh, standard... Military mil- militaristic uniforms with the almost like berets on their heads and the long kind of billowy uh, pants and the the tighter shirts. Uh, they both one of them has a spear attached to their back and a small kind of buckler shield attached to one arm, and the second one uh, much taller with what looks to be this kind of like symbol uh, imprinted on their beret um, holds what looks to be two swords in sheaths. Uh, but they step into the tent, uh, looking up and greeting everybody, but their eyes settling directly. Mm. On the Draconians. Um, as the as the height of the moment is immediately crushed by the sight of these lawmen, uh, as it were, Dimitri immediately steps in to intercept. Uh, essentially, is uh, welcome. I am so sorry if you were here for the show. Uh, you have missed it. We just finished a very successful night thanks to uh, my cast and crew. Uh, can we help you? And one of them is, uh, one of them steps forward and goes, uh, the one without the, uh, brooch on their beret and the, the buckler shield steps forward and goes, uh, you can help us by arresting these two. Why? As he immediately, as he steps forward with manacles and is, like, walking towards you guys to, uh, like, do we to all place see, them do we, on. Do we all oh, yeah, everyone this? sees this. I cast darkness on them. Uh... <laughs> What level spell is that? The second level. As you begin to cast the incantation, you feel the magic evaporate as the you watch the you watch the one with the two scimitars twisted the handle of their scimitar, and there was a flash of light as your magic dissipates. Well, nothing happened. I don't know why you're looking Uh, at that. As that happens, you watch as the one with the manacles who's walking them stops and spins around. Uh, at this point, Dimitri immediately puts his hands on and goes, There is no need for anything, Lucius. Calm yourself. I'm told. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm fine. Then there is no need to cast magics while uh, what, we are in magic? the Nothing presence happened. of uh, the town guard and the under the order and law of the houses. I'm sure we can work this out. We are but guests here in this auspicious city. Perhaps there is a misunderstanding. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd kind of just like to know what you The one with the manacle goes, there's no misunderstanding. These two were seen earlier tonight beating up a a citizen of the city. They must stand trial for their crimes. No, they've been been here all night, respectfully. (laughs) Yeah, what do you mean, like, earlier? Yeah, I mean, he was in the first act. I was in the third act. Thousands of witnesses. 
That is true. Have you You watch for the first time this as he again as this individual is gearing up to come back to you guys kind of stops and glances back at the other uh, scimitar wielding who has not said anything. Just stands there. They're kind of like sl- very almost like oblong slender face just kind of watching the situation not really making any comment. Dimitri is still standing between everybody and just kind of keeping his hands up. Uh, I'm Sorry, uh, commanders. There must be some misunderstanding. Uh, these gentlemen were under my employ all evening. Uh, there is no, uh, there was no way for them to leave and head into town. Uh, they were here all night. We can verify this. Um, I'm sure we can clarify this if you'd like us to come with you. We've done nothing wrong. Yeah, my not I have a problem expunging my record or something. Uh, we know you're just doing your job. You didn't accuse us and you didn't send the order to arrest us. So. I'm kind of just doing what you're supposed to do. As, again, the manacle wheeling one just kind of looks it, it locked in like a weird position of like, do I keep doing what I'm doing or do I not do what I'm doing? Because now I'm getting like conflicting reports kind of a thing. Um, just kind of stops and turns around and looks at uh, the one with the scimitars as uh, Mugan. What are your orders? And you watch as the the other one stands there and kind of looks. I believe them. There is no need to arrest them. They clearly weren't the ones who committed the crime. Apologies for our misunderstandings. We were informed there were draconians here tonight and our description of the attacker was draconian. Wait a sec. Hey, hold on there. You some got profiled, you... sir. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, but we could probably help you with it if you've got an issue. I mean, you said there were other, other draconians spotted. Yeah, there's not really many of us around. We're kind it of like the was, only two that we know of. It was merely a description of the perpetrator. I'm sure it was a misunderstanding. We will sort this out on our own. Again, the sincerest apologies of House Zahavi for intruding on your time. I'm sure you probably can't tell us this, but in the off chance that you can, could you maybe, uh, I don't know, give us like a little information on uh, who gave this anonymous tip? Name the witness. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check. No, oh, that'll go great for me. Yeah, uh, that's a unnatural one. <laughs> I don't uh, persuade people. Yeah, I'm not with the cops, <coughs> bro. They got counter um, As the uh, as the individual kind of tilts their head and look, regards you and goes, it is appreciated, but no, um, we will handle this perpetrator, whether they are draconian or not. Uh, but thank you for your honesty and your forwardness and willingness to cooperate. Hey, uh, yeah, let us know if we can be any help. So, yeah, because, I mean, the only, uh, probably the best way to catch a draconian would was, was, probably be to use other draconians. I, I think cold rats were the best way, Jimbo. right? Jimbo. Well, yeah, that actually uh, would help too. But the thing is, like, yeah, I Jimbo would like to hear about this. They will turn and look at you. Yeah. <sighs> um... At this point, Dimitri kind of, what he means, uh, what he means, commanders, is that uh, we accept your apology for the intrusion and hope that uh, this does not get back to your superiors and shine poorly on your wonderful acts of service and your duty to the people of this fine city. So he's going to make a persuasion check. Which of course he crushes. Nice. Uh, and both the both of them nod. And you want the one with the manacles puts him away and just kind of keeps eyeballing you. The one with the scimitars does not seem phased by any. That's of this. totally fine. I got um, that guy. 
as they turn back and look at you both. Again, our apologies. None, have a, none needed. Well, we didn't catch your name, sir. Uh, you, I am Mugan Riza. Mugan Riza. All right, Mugan as we Riza. said, if you do need any assistance, we are keen to be of service. Yeah, because, I mean, we've kind of been looking to see if there's any others like us that survived as well. So, I mean, if we could help you find someone, that would kind of be like a help you, help me thing. Uh, unfortunately, this person that was was well was reported is now slipped our grasp so we have no more leads as of now we are going to continue our search and keep our eyes open but obviously we are going to abstain from questioning you further as you two were not involved in all right well, we'll let you know if we find them you are more than welcome they are part of your blood i assume and Brood, I think, do. is what they call them. Yep, actually, I don't find that offensive because it's fact. I think it's true, yeah. It's I think we've said that before. Very well. I'm just used to you saying racist and all You guys are all related? Oh, here we go. Create. No, I was asking, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Good evening. And they turn to the other one. Yuzman, we leave now. And you watch as the younger one with the manacles is, like, looking back and looks at all. Sorry. And turns and just kind of leaves behind. No problem. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah. Um, See you. Good they, working, fellas. As they leave, you watch as Dimitri just... <sighs> you can hey, what is it with circus people and almost getting arrested and doing the stupidest fucking thing you could possibly do? <laughs> you tried to explode the heads. You tried to cast darkness. It's we smoothed things over. You then tried to make it worse again. I don't know. Could I we don't just know. not have fun for two minutes? Nothing's happening. I just moved my arms as, a little bit. As Dimitri, I don't understand. As Dimitri holds his arms up again and goes, one thing at the time. I was first trying in, to let you guys... First and foremost... Like guys run, because usually when they come in, they're stripping. First and foremost, you must understand. We protect our own. Sometimes we are a bit aggressive in this defense, but we protect our own. Appreciate this not escalating out of hand, given as we are guests in this fine city. More to the point, though, you did not tell me there were more draconians. We did not know there were more draconians. Yeah, I mean, we kind of... Now that is an interesting story. And that is where we will pick up next week. With the question of, if it wasn't you guys... What the hell was that? Yeah. And is every cop in this town racist against lizards? We don't know that yet. Probably, but we can assume. And there's only two lizards, like, per square mile, I think. Well, technically three, but... Oh, maybe three. We don't know. Well, don't I'm, know I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Pothole. Three yeah. and well, a half. Yeah, Pothole. Pothole's Pottle, fine not being... He's literally two feet in. tall yeah. and I, inside I, of a he's jar. Evolved, he's evolved past uh, being considered a yeah. lizard. He's yeah, I mean, transcended. He's, people ask if he's a mech, for God's sake. Like, there's a Tran- person in there. Honestly. But, anyhow, uh, we'll get into that more uh, as the week goes on. Until next time, thank you guys for playing. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time on the Wild School Bus. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we do making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcast platform you use. While you're there, leave a review if you want. It actually helps us out. 
We've got socials, too. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WildMagicPod or on Reddit at r slash WildMagicSchoolBus. Either way, stop by and say hello. We're always happy to meet new friends. See you next time. When you're trying to schedule sex with your spouse, but it's on a public calendar, what do you put as the title? Uh, take the car What's to the phone or garage. Wait. Parker Max truck. Also, how public is this calendar? Yeah, how public it's is church it? calendar. Church calendar? Okay, church calendar. Okay. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure that's calendar. what you call date night. Uh, so we yeah. have date night date already night. on there, which I think is pretty obvious. I'm talking about Double. extracurricular. Extracurricular? Uh, the laying of hands. Oh no, 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 no. I put, we put family time. That's what I landed on. Was family time. No. <laughs> Here's, I think, I think you can be super obvious with it, and everyone will be like, oh, okay. You're like, oh, sex night. Be like, all right, Drew, <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. that's, okay, that's, that's, that's fair. Good. That's fair. Yeah. I th- but I think like the people who can see this may be her parents. In fact, um, yeah. Uh, even more reason. I mean, they to, know. Even more reason to put sex. I mean, sex I mean night. your husband. Exactly. Your husband and wife? Uh, dude, just uh, call it uh, tomato jarring night. Or like uh, oh, special, special jar- <laughs> Ooh, special Yeah, night. but then what if they're like, hey, I hear you guys have been canning tomatoes. Oh. And then also, how will- many times can you can, can tomatoes? It's just still a little early in the buy season. Buy bought tomato sauce and like take the labels off and keep them in the cabinet just in case. That, oh, that seems like true. a lot of extra work. Oh, yeah. You could just call it like that's special cardio sauce. Or extra workout. Oh, I know what I can put. What if you just put like an asterisk <laughs> for ass? Because they're gonna they're gonna oh, they're gonna risk it all. Oh. <laughs> okay, I do have one more thing. Are we recording? I did have a legit one though. Uh, I could just say uh, groom Henry. So no. Henry's the groom. Yeah, yeah, like, no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna brush Henry. I understand the joke. Henry. I I understand understand the joke. It, that works. That does work. Henry is our cat's name. Uh-huh, I'm gonna yep. brush the cat. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> Yep. You guys are and those, you guys are perverts. Nope. All right, he's got long hair, <laughs> and it has to be brushed out. He has a deep coat. So, <laughs> wow. He does. Pa- pause deep, baby. Pause <laughs> we couldn't get the knots out of his belly, so we had to shave it. Euphemism in reality, I don't like. <laughs> yeah, seriously, oh. the crossover. Like we crossed streams five times, and I'm lost. Hold on, I put. I started a new page for. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.